welcome to Tales from the Albright, a podcast by the Scranton Public Library. My name is Alyssa, and I work in the reference department of the Scranton Public Library. Today we have our first interview. It is with Carrie Ann and John of Wyoming Valley Ghost Tours. Hey guys, how are you? Hi. Over the past about year, I would say. It's been about a year now, yeah. Um, The Wyoming Valley Ghost Tours have been coming to the Albright Memorial Library and the Children's Library to do ghost hunts and investigations. They've been super popular, Mm -hmm. and every night is a different adventure. Um, I did one two months ago now, I think, and then Jess and I talked about that somewhat on last week's episode as well with our staff ghost stories. So, how did you get interested in the paranormal? Well, what got me interested in the paranormal was, it's an unfortunate tragedy, actually, that happened in our family. Uh, back in 1976, this is two years prior to me being born, mm-hmm. uh, my parents had a fire on Christmas morning. Oh, gosh. Uh, where I had two brothers and a sister who perished in that fire. Um, so, when I was roughly five years of age, I started to notice things that happened in the home. Uh, I, pillows falling off the mm-hmm. couch. I would see... At the time, now looking back, I know it's shadow figures, but I would see like in threes, and well, I had two brothers and a sister, so it would always be like these shapes, these like translucent, like black shapes, mm-hmm. like blobby kind of things that I would see. I want to find out it was just them overlooking, being at the house, interacting. They would interact with my father mm-hmm. and my mother. Um, you know, and one thing that my oldest brother Frankie would always do when my dad would go to sleep, he'd always run in the bedroom and pinch my dad's big toes and play oh. around with it. So that would happen all the way up until my father, until he passed away mm-hmm. in 2016. Um, so there's always been a presence in that home, and that's what got me sparked at a very, very young age. I know a lot of people say that, but it, it is true. Um, that's how I got interested at a very, very young mm-hmm. age. Um, and, you know, we met, and I kind of, you know, had an interest prior to meeting John, but uh, hearing his his past interest and then his continued interest, we kind of started doing our own thing in 2004 when we met, we just started doing things locally and... Yeah, and, and, and Gettysburg, yeah. I mean, that's like the big destination. Yeah. People would go to Gettysburg and we would conduct our own right, investigations yep. there and it just blossomed from there where friends would be like, hey, I see you guys have equipment, you know, want to come over to our house, we'll try it here. And then it, was, it just led to the one thing after another, right? Yep. And we just kept going and we turned it into a little bit more professional line, I guess you would say, in 2015, we formed Wyoming Valley Paranormal Association, and we started doing more homes and businesses <laughs> at that point, and then we turned it into Wyoming Valley Ghost Tours, our passion and hobby into a business. In 2018, we we actually formulated Wyoming Valley Ghost Tours, um, and our first uh, Wyoming Valley Ghost Tours event was at the 40 Fort uh, Cemetery on October 26th of 2018. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, how we got started. Yeah. It seems like it was a pretty streamlined process that just kept going and then yeah. kind of just kept going and growing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, like you said, the past year we have been in and out of the Albright Library a- along with uh, several other locations mm-hmm. that we have. Um, our first, I think our first event was we, we did the Albright Library by itself. And I can't remember the exact date that we did that. But then in July, um, we did a combined like double header investigation, and that went off. That was fun. Yeah, it was. It was very. Um, it was eventful. We'll put it yeah. that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good way to put it. Um, it. And it was very 
people people really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And then we did another double header, and then I think that that was the last one that we were able to do for the season. Yeah. Um, so hoping that we'll be able to pick back up um, in 2022 right. with some of those events. Um, but we've had a lot of experiences yeah, in both locations, you know, starting with the Albright and then and continuing into the Children's Library. Yes, I know the night that I was here, there was a lot that went on. And I know from myself doing it and then Jess uh, Sorrenti, who has been on the podcast before, um, both of us talking about it, a few other coworkers are interested too. So it seems like it's just growing and growing in terms of popularity and people being interested. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's always been, you know, it's, and now it's, I mean, it's always been a hot subject. Mm-hmm. Paranormal investigations have always been popular for a very long time, but it seems to be growing, as you said, mm-hmm. uh, more and more things go on. Uh, people are really getting interested. And, and that's great because, you know, the whole idea behind Wyoming Valley Ghost Tours when we formed it was to bring attention to not just the spooky side of stuff, mm-hmm. but the attention to what we have in the Wyoming Valley, these gems, these buildings that we bring people into. Uh, they really get to see what they have to offer and we hope that bringing them in through the lens of paranormal piquing their interest getting into these locations and they see what they offer and they're like wow i'm going back because they offer this now they do this they do this and it's been pretty successful yeah i think it also has an intended side effect of i know i personally love going on ghost tours wherever i am i've done boston ones philly ones and i feel like it's just a lot of history that isn't traditionally discussed or well known Mm -hmm that you find out these little tidbits that make you more curious. Yeah, it sure does. Are there any locations in the general area that you would like to investigate that you haven't yet? There are. There there, there are some places. Like one is down at the AV restaurant uh, right here in Scranton. I mean, that was, you know, below in the catacombs. The story is, you know, back during the Spanish uh, pandemic, the flu pandemic, uh, it was used as a makeshift morgue mm-hmm. at that place, and there's a lot of history, and there's a lot of accounts, and uh, you know, eyewitness accounts of stuff that happened there. So we would love to get in there one day, yeah. for sure. I'm sure there's. I mean, we've had we have a bucket list, right? We do. Um, and I think that we're continuously working on expanding on our locations. That yeah. I mean, we we've, we're working on it right now, and right. we have have it in the works, but we're. I think we have we have about five new locations coming up for 2022 oh. that we're working on. So I, I can't mention any names yet because they're not finalized. Yeah, but but there's there's always there's always a want to get yeah, into new sure. locations to bring people into those locations as well. Um, you know, just because we want to allow people to explore. Um, and to gain an interest in uh, and and just to see what's what's out there, you mm-hmm. know. So, yeah, that that's that's a pretty good question because yeah. you know there's always <laughs> yeah. you know, and even if we get into a new location, there's always another location out there that we we can't wait to get into. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. What has been your most memorable experience that you've had here at the Scranton Public Library or Children's? So, I think in in the basement mm-hmm. is probably. Probably the best experience we had, and it's not just with myself, um, it's with multiple groups of people that have been there with us. Uh, so down in the basement uh, where you have, so you have those vending machines that are down there, and then beyond there's that office. Okay, so in there is where we like to do some of our spirit box sessions mm-hmm. and talk and whatnot. There has been, I'd probably say four or five times now, that there has been a shadow figure that people have seen in that hallway that would tend to come towards us and then kind of ease back. Uh, we saw you know, a light source off in the distance, uh, blank out as if something walked past it. And there was nobody else down there, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then over in the file room, where you have some 
Well, that room, if you're, if you're in that room and you look down the hallway, there's that room to the right on the side of like where the, the vending machines are. We have yes. seen a shadow figure mm -hmm. in there, like almost peering around the corner and like behind the filing cabinet and kind of duck out of the way when it's been noticed. Yeah. And so over kind of where the elevator is? Yep, over by yep. the elevator, yeah. And, and it's been seen by, I'd say, at least four uh, or five different groups. I was going to say across groups, across the night. So it's not just your like right. your experience with your groups. It's been experienced with my groups um, in that basement. Um, For sure. Each time we've been here, too. <laughs> and it's not just that one night. Like she said, it's, it's been every time we've been here, someone in one of the groups have seen that shadow figure down there. So it's really interesting. Yeah. Not, not knowing that that's been something that's happened prior. Right. Yeah. Because we don't, we don't tell people mm -hmm. what has happened here. Um, we try to, to allow them to have their own personal experiences mm -hmm. without divulging um, something that has previously occurred so that if it does happen or it doesn't happen, they don't know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, that's, mm -hmm. that's pretty mm -hmm. something that's been, that's, that was substantial that has happened here. But I also think that the name. Yeah. Um, well, you, you've experienced yes. that. I mean, <laughs> you, you did some. So, you know, we got the name that came through with one of, one of our sessions that we did here, and that was... Um, Albright's wife, correct? Um, John Albright. John Albright. So Joseph was the father. Um, John was the son who mm -hmm. executed Joseph's will and was the reason that the library was built. Um, his portrait is, if when you're coming up the stairs and look to the wall, his portrait, that's John there. Okay. And then Joseph is the one that's up above. Excellent. Yes, I mean, that was a very interesting okay. night to get that because nobody knew that name. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not something that we looked up and well, it came through multiple times. So, yeah. I mean, it's pretty interesting. Yes. Do you have anything coming up over the winter, the colder months? Um, so we have one more um, investigation left of the season, which is at the Osterhout Library. Um, that's on November 12th. And then that kind of wraps up our invest our, our public investigations. Mm -hmm. Um, until probably like February, February yeah, mm -hmm. I was going to say mid-February, early March. Um, but we're hoping to, over the winter months, fingers crossed, get our murder mysteries back up and running. Yeah. Maybe in mid-February we'll be getting one of our murder mysteries back up. Mm -hmm. um, it's just been, you know, kind of... Uh, COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then we also have um, our winter market on November 27th. Mm -hmm. That's at the 44th Cemetery, the Memorial Park at the, at the 44th Cemetery. It's so funny that's though, because people are like, well, who does a Christmas market in a cemetery? I'm like, well, yeah. we do. We're on the yes. ghost tours. We have to do something a little bit odd and a little bit different because that's what makes it a little bit special. So it's called Wonderland. It's a winter market. It's an outdoor market. So we'll have food. We'll have vendors. We have a tree lighting. Um, it, the uh, the plan is to also have carolers yeah. and Santa, yeah. and so that'll be a good time. Yeah, and well, what we do is we take this time in mid-November on through February mm -hmm. to get caught up on investigations that we get called upon uh, to do at homes and businesses. So we get caught up on that, and then we kick off our season and go full-time every weekend up until next November. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that you were still doing homes and more private ones as well. Yeah, sure. That's, that's important. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people... Um, now they reach out to us, and there's so many cases in the area that people would like some sort of answer to, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what we do. We go in, we investigate their claims, and see what kind of evidence we come up with, and it's been a good time. There's a lot of people, actually, that are still requesting. 
not just us. I mean, there's a lot of teams in the area that are busy all the time. Do you think part of that is with the history of the valley where it was just coal mining in kind of rough conditions for living for so many years with the coal mines and then the tragedies that happened then and just granted itself even was a major city center for so many years? Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I mean, like you said, the tragedies uh, definitely play a part. And, mm-hmm. You know, there's these theories out there, too, of the coal mines. Uh, we have, like, these underground uh, highways, so to speak. We believe that, that the spirits are able to travel through that, and, and there's a lot of activity. You know, and there's even those theories out with, um, you know, with waterways, mm-hmm. you know, and when we're close to rivers, and with Wilkesbury and the Susquehanna that comes through, you know, that's like a paranormal superhighway with that energy. They're able to flow. And if you look, a lot of cities that are next to water, um, have some of the most haunted locations uh, that you'll read about. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, of course, they're all theories, but they do make sense. Yeah. And then with the coal mines, they would sometimes tap into the water as well yeah, and then get flooded. Mm-hmm. So that could be something that's pulling them into. It's just something to think about, yeah. you know? What has been your favorite location that you've investigated? Other than the Albright? Yeah. <laughs> this is actually one of our top. It really mm-hmm. is. This is a great location. We love it here. Um, I think we differ on this. Yeah, we do. Uh, Go ahead. You start with your favorite ones. Um, My favorite are the cemeteries. I just enjoy the the outdoor um, atmosphere. I enjoy the the history portion of the cemeteries. the The experiences that we have at our cemeteries um, are they're pretty. That's pretty special. Yeah, they're pretty they're pretty substantial experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know our cemeteries. Okay. Our, my favorite ones are the indoor ones. Um, you know, we have some of the most success here right around the corner at the Scranton Cultural Center. It's been very active for us. We've been there since uh, April of 2019. I can't and disagree with that either. Yeah, every time that we go there, um, you know, we get a lot of the same repeat stuff that happens mm-hmm. at the Cultural Center too, which is really interesting. It's no longer a coincidence when you get the same things over and over, the names of people calling out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Theater North has been awesome to us here. In Scranton, yeah, I know. I mean, all of our all of our locations, honestly, <laughs> no. like we have like great locations we everywhere we do, wherever we go. But yeah, I, you know, the cultural center is like up there with me. It's it's tough. That theater at North, uh, the Stigmeyer Mansions in Wilkes-Barre, uh, which we do some private stuff there. We do some overnight investigations at the Bed and Breakfast, the Frederick. Uh, they've all been great. I mean, there's been some pretty profound experiences that we've had at these locations. Yeah. It's a really hard question. It, it really is. is. Yes. It's a really hard question to answer because, I mean, our partners, every single one of our partners, they're good. They're good people. They're, they're good to us. They're, I mean, the 44 Cemetery holds a special place, though, because that's where we got our start. Mm-hmm. Scranton Cultural Center, John Cardoni was the second place, like, we got. So, I mean, like, but, I mean, every single one of our partners is, is very, they've, they've been very good to us, you know, right down to the Albright Library. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a very hard question to answer, yeah. you know. It really is. <laughs> so, we appreciate every single one of our partners and the locations that we get to go into. And then my final question is, where can people find more information? Um, what should they look for? Any tips of contacting you or keeping an eye out for uh, any see. future events? Well, so we're, we're on Facebook, but we're also on TikTok now. Yeah, we started yeah, We started doing TikTok. Look, I don't know how well they're going. We have three videos up. Um, it, it's a new experience, we'll yes. put it that way. Um, but it's fun. We enjoy making the videos on TikTok. Mm-hmm. We just did one last night. We did an investigation at Carbondale City Hall, which was, which was a ton of fun. It was really, it was an exciting place. 
Um, but the best place, live, real-time updates, our Facebook page. Okay. Uh, we do have a website, which is under construction. We have a meeting coming up soon to try to get it figured out. And I respond to emails that our email server is not the greatest. Yeah, we at, were just having uh, so many problems recently. Oh, yeah. like, I mean, so many problems like where people they're not getting. They're like, so listen, email, it's not reliable at this point, and I don't know why. <laughs> so our phone number is listed on the Facebook page. Call that. Okay. I'll always answer. It's always with us. Direct message mm -hmm. us on Facebook. Yeah. We will respond to that. Um, we, we do respond to our, our direct messages mm -hmm. on Facebook. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, Facebook and, like I said, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining me today. Thank Absolutely. you for agreeing to be on the podcast. Um, do you have anything that you would like to add? I don't think so. It's been a great okay. interview. Thank you so much Thank for you. having us. We really Thank do appreciate it. We can't yes, wait. Yeah. It's great. We can't wait to come back and investigate. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we cannot. Yeah, so be sure to look out on Facebook for future events happening here and across the entire Valley area. Mm -hmm. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or anything at all, please email me at aloney at albright.org. That is A-L-O-N-E-Y at albright.org. Or feel free to call the library at 570-348-3000. Thank you. Thank you.